everyone, Aunt Lizzie here. Soon we'll be seeing our spring flowers and April rains. But meanwhile, I still want to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of the fun with humorous and uplifting stories. In this week's podcast, we're going to discover just how dangerous to your pride it could be going to reunions shared with none other than our resident Miss Clara. Then a little saga about class board its best. We'll get your mind going with some sweet, or maybe not so sweet, sweet talk. Have you ever thought of dog logic? Well, we're going to supply you with some, and then we'll supply you with some human logic on the positive side of life. Quite frequently, we supply you with things for you to decide for yourself with, could this be true? And we'll finish off with inviting you to get your free copy of the monthly Chatterbox News, where you'll get lots of tips and fun to brighten your day. Hey, and we'll even supply you with a handy link at the bottom of this podcast. So without further delay, let's get to our show. Here we are again to visit with our Miss Clara, who is always sharing her life. Well, it's more like foibles from behind her bifocals. Well, as she says, this episode, she tells me, is to caution you about going to those reunions with friends that you had from many years ago. You never know what you'll come across, she said. So here we go. She's here in the building and raring to go. So my producer tells me, Hello, Miss Clara, and how are you today? Welcome. Well, hi, Lizzie. It's been quite a week for these old bones. And as all you know, I'm an open book as to what's going on in my life. And this time, I want to share with everyone my experience with those dang reunions that we all get invited to. You know, all your friends and acquaintances that you're involved with so many years ago. Oh, right, Miss Clara. I only went to one, and boy, that was the last one I ever attended. Lizzie, have you ever wondered how old you really look to other people? I know I haven't aged much. Well, not too much. I found the odd laughing line, of course, by looking in a strong magnifying glass. Clem declares I'm still as young spring chicken, but somehow a few my springs are missing, and the ones left have lost their bounce, and I'm now sport a few soft spots just here and there. <laughs> I've never heard aging quite described that way. I don't know if I would quite describe it that way, but hey, I'm sure everyone will get the picture. Well, Lizzie, I know you don't have a man anymore, but if you can remember that far back, didn't you just love it when your man tried to tell you that you're growing old, but added a bit of sweetness to it? I used to think old Clem said it lovingly, but now I know it's because he didn't want to go flying out that front door, bouncing full tilt in his own crack springs. I really don't remember my hubby saying anything about my aging, Clara, but you're right, it's been quite a while. Well, the other day, out I went to get the mail, and there was a letter in there from an old high school I went to in my teens, 
saying there's a high school reunion coming up for all who attended in the year 1959. My first thought was to wonder if Benny Doberman, my first love, would be there. He was tall, handsome, tanned, the blackest of hair, and arms of him like the branches of our old oak tree. Holy cow, you remember that? I guess he must have been extra special if you remembered all of that about him. Well, I wondered if he'd recognize me after all these years. Well, I hadn't really changed much except for my hair, a few lifelines, and as I said, a few sagging springs here and there. I decided I just had to go to see my heartthrob and thought I'd best fix some of my rusty features that getting a wee bit older had caused. The first of fixings was to get these old teeth cleaned. I wouldn't have thought of that, Clara, especially to be the first thing on the list. I probably would have thought of a facial, a manicure, or even a pedicure. But hey, whatever works. No plessy. When you age, your teeth look old too. And if you wear choppers, why, they might even need adjusting. Anyway, I'm getting away from myself. When I called to make an appointment, they had told me old Dr. Beasley had finally taken a holiday, and the new dentist had taken his place until he came back. Getting my teeth cleaned was no big deal, so in I went. When it was my turn, and the lady put me in that chair, in shovels this decrepit man who looks somewhat familiar to me. <laughs> I'm sensing something amazing's going to happen here. Continue on. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> well, I kept staring at him as he cleaned my teeth, all the while thinking I didn't know any old man other than clean, that is, but all the same, something groaned in my memory banks. When he was finished and I was finally sitting in a respectable position, I asked him if he had went to H.P. Beale School in London. That's where I went in my younger years. He said, yes, he had. My skin was dirt and itch. It does that sometimes when I know I'm on to something. Oh, I didn't know you went there. I don't remember you. I went there, too. Yep, Earth, Lizzie. This old geezer looks so old. I thought I'd best use my soft voice as not to wake him up. Did you happen to graduate in 1959? I said. I felt my baby blues starting to twitter, whether out of excitement or shock. I don't recall which, as I for sure recognize this old codger's Benny. But now, with drooping jowls, white hair, and arms that look more like the old weeping willow tree that we used to swing on down by the creek. What? Oh, no. This was the handsome Benny that you described earlier? Yep. And his answer was, yes, as a matter of fact, I did. I said, oh, golly, is your name Benny Doberman? Sure is. Why do you ask? As he smiled with his own yellow teeth. He's a dentist. Oh, well, I digress. I believe you're in my class, I said. I was hoping against hope that this old goat was not my dream hunk. Oh, no, I'm sure it couldn't be, Clara. Or should I say I'm hoping it couldn't be? Well, he studied me for a minute 
and I could see the dawn of recognition slowly beginning to squinty eyes. It took a minute for his eyes and brain to register what he was looking at. I remember you, he said with a yellow tooth grin. Weren't you my teacher? What? I didn't have the nerve of the breath to tell that old codger off. Me, the belle of the bull, his teacher? I grabbed my coat and purse and rushed out of the office door, almost knocking his silly receptionist down. Send me the bell, I shouted over my shoulder. I decided the only thing that should have been cleaned that day was his clock. Imagine, if the rest of the people in this reunion looked anything like this, I knew I'd embarrass them what with my youthful look. I did not go. So, folks, the lesson here for you all is to be careful, all of you, when you do go to these things, that you try to contact just one person to see how the years have treated them, especially if one was your heartthrob. Well, I'll sign off now, and until next week, when I'll share more stories from life behind my bifocals. Oh, I sure do love to help people, and oh yes, next week, It'll be time to give you your monthly live forecast with Cosmic Clairvoidance. Stay tuned. Bye. Until the next time. Now here's a tongue twister. Class war at its best. The folks who are getting the free stuff don't like the folks who are paying for the free stuff because the folks who are paying for the free stuff can no longer afford to pay for both the free stuff and their own stuff. And the folks who are paying for the free stuff want the free stuff to stop. And the folks who are getting the free stuff want even more free stuff on top of the free stuff they're already getting. Now, the people who are forcing the people who pay for the free stuff have told the people who are receiving the free stuff that the people who are paying for the free stuff are being mean, prejudiced, and racist. So, the people who are getting the free stuff have been convinced they need to hate the people who are paying for the free stuff by the people who are forcing some people to pay for their free stuff and giving them the free stuff in the first place. We have let the free stuff giving go on for so long that there are now more people getting free stuff than paying for the free stuff. This is all so exhausting. Such stuff. I'm not so sure the following is, oh, how sweet, or not so sweet, and since I like to involve my listening audience in our podcast, I'll leave it for you to decide. I dialed a number and got the following recording. I'm not available right now, but thank you for caring enough to call. I'm making some changes in my life. Please leave a message after the beep. If I do not return your call, you are one of the changes. I love this one. My wife and I had words, but I didn't get to use mine. Frustration is trying to find your glasses without your glasses. I've been there. The irony of life is that by the time you're old enough to know your way around, you're not going anywhere anyway. God made man before woman so as to give him time to think of an answer for her first question. I was always taught to respect my elders, but it keeps getting harder to find one. Now here's some dog logic statements that I bet you've never thought about before. So I thought perhaps it would help you if you're having any difficulty with your dog. 
might even save you some dollars from having to go to a psychiatrist. There is no psychiatrist in the world like a puppy licking your face. Ben Williams. Anybody who doesn't know what soap tastes like never washed a dog. Franklin Jones. If your dog is fat, you aren't getting enough exercise. That one's unknown. If you pick up a starving dog and make him prosperous, he will not bite you. That's the principal difference between a dog and a man. Mark Twain. Dogs are not our whole life, but they make our lives whole. Roger Karras. If you think dogs can't count, try putting three dog biscuits in your pocket and then give him only two of them. Phil Pastorette. Now let's have some human logic with the positive side of life. Living on Earth is expensive, but it does include a free trip around the sun every year. How long a minute is depends on what side of the bathroom door you're on. Birthdays are good for you. The more you have, the longer you live. Glad I figured that one out. Happiness comes through doors you didn't even know you left open. Ever notice that the people who are late are often much jollier than the people who have to wait for them? Most of us go to our grave with our music still inside of us. If Walmart is lowering prices every day, how come nothing is free yet? You may be only one person in the world, but you may also be the world to one person. Some mistakes are too much fun to only make once. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. We could learn a lot from crayons. Some are sharp, some are pretty, some are dull, some have weird names and all are different colors, but they all exist very nicely in the same box. A truly happy person is one who can enjoy the scenery on a detour. Could this be true? I'll leave it for you to figure out. A lot of automated answering systems are programmed to recognize swearing and dropping an F-bomb or two. It can get you right to a human. Holding a banana peel over a bruise for 10 to 30 minutes will remove its color. When approaching a door, look for the hinges. If you see them, pull. If not, push. This will help you avoid some embarrassing moments. If you're in an area where you should have cell phone service but don't, put your phone on airplane mode and then switch back. This will cause your phone to register and find all the towers in your vicinity. When filling your car with gas, Hold the trigger halfway. You'll get more gas and less air in the tank. Baking soda catalyzes superglue. A light sprinkle will cause even a large amount to set in seconds. If you peel a banana from the bottom, you won't have to pick the little stringy things off of it. Eat more marshmallows. Marshmallows relieve toothaches, asthma, sore throats, and arthritis. Never feed bread to ducks. They can't digest it properly, and it could kill them. According to a study, smelling rubbing alcohol can relieve nausea almost instantly. Falling air pressure causes pain in birds' ears. So if birds are flying low to the ground, it almost always means a thunderstorm is coming. I didn't know that. I'll have to watch for that. Just a reminder to subscribe to the monthly Chatterbox News at www.lifewithaunt.lizzie.com. Go to the website and sign in to make certain that you get your free personal subscription so you won't miss anything. Please support the advertisers, for without them it would be difficult to support the Chatterbox News. 
For those of you who don't know what the Chatterbox News is, treat yourself to pages filled with uplifting and humorous stories. The best part, well, as I said before, the second best part, it's free. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling, until the next time, bye.